Let us continue with Northrop Frye's archetypal criticism. So we saw just two or three paragraphs of the essay. Northrop Frye began the essay by saying that art can be studied systematically and the systematic study of art or literature is called criticism. But we cannot expect literature to behave exactly like science but criticism can be expected to behave like a science. Criticism as we find it in journals have almost all the characteristic of being a science. Then uh, we saw how prosody and phonetics or prosody phonetics and philology are also scientific in structure. Fry is not against history or philosophy while interpreting literature but in fact the role of history and philosophy while interpreting literature but he highlights uh, or he foregrounds uh, the importance of the structure of the text in analyzing literature. So uh, the two concepts in uh, physics are taken into account um, centripetal and centrifugal force here what all literary theory is being used or criticism is used in interpreting literature should be centripetal in nature that is moving towards the center anything that is centrifugal in nature can be taken as uh, supplementary or secondary what we need is uh, the centripetal nature of literary uh, or the centripetal nature that is moving towards the center all the other theories are suspended or discarded by Fry as pseudo-propositions or pseudo-criticisms. They are just casual value judgments or sentimental judgments uh, by reader or author which must not be taken into account because we are actually making a very uh, serious work that is uh, in literary um, interpretation of literature in fact. So the study of literature must be based on a structural analysis of the literary work itself. The texture of any work of art is complex and for explaining the complexities we can seek the help of any other external um, disciplines like history or philosophy but as such the subject of study must not be forgotten and if we forget it uh, we may find that in our anxiety to write about literature, we have forgotten how to read it. Um, however, a pure structural approach will also have its own difficulties. Uh, it has the same limitation in criticism that it has in any other discipline of science. Uh, in itself, it is simply a series of analysis based on the mere existence of the literary structure. It does not give any explanation of how the structure came to be and uh, what it was and what its nearest relatives are. We will continue with the next paragraph. The only weakness in this approach is that it is conceived primarily as the antithesis of centrifugal or background criticism and so lands us in a somewhat um, unreal dilemma like the conflict of internal and external relations in philosophy. 
antithesis are usually resolved not by picking one side and refuting the other or by making eclectic choices between them but by trying to get past the antithetical way of stating the problem it is right that the first effort effort of critical appreh apprehension should take the form of a rhetorical or structural analysis of the work of art but a purely structural approach has the same limitation in criticism that it has in biology that is the point that we just mentioned in itself it is simply a discrete series of analysis uh, based on the mere existence of the literary structure without developing any explanation of how the structure came to be and what it was and what its nearest relatives are structural analysis brings rhetoric back to criticism but we need a few a new poetics as well and the attempt to construct a new poetics out of rhetoric alone can hardly avoid a mere complication of rhetorical terms into a sterile jargon i suggest that what is at present missing from literary criticism is a coordinating principle you you have to mark it according to fry what we lack today in literary criticism is a coordinating principle a central hypothesis which like the theory of evolution in biology will see the phenomena it deals with as parts of a whole such a principle though it would retain the centripetal perspective of structural analysis would try to give the same perspective to other kinds of criticism too the first postulate of this hypothesis is the same as that of any science the assumption of total coherence the assumption of total coherence is the um, is what is wanted as a predicate i mean what is um, what is wanted first of all the assumption refers to the science not to what it deals with a belief in an order of nature is an inference from the intelligibility of the natural sciences and if the natural sciences ever completely demonstrated the order of nature they would presumably exhaust their subject criticism as a science is totally intelligible it is not at all unintelligible but totally intelligible literature as the subject of a science is so far as we know an inexhaustible source of new critical discoveries and would be even if new works of literature ceased to be written if so then the search for a limiting principle in literature in order to discourage the development of criticism is mistaken the assertion that the critic should not look for more in a poem than the poet may safely be assumed to have been conscious of putting there is a common form of what may be called the fallacy of premature teleology that you have to mark fallacy of premature teleology the assumption or the assertion that the critic should not look for more in a poem see this is a major criticism that is lodged against critic that uh, what all things the author had in mind only that, that much should be taken into account by the critic the critic should not take uh, more than what the author intended um the assertion that the critic should not look for more in a poem than the poet may safely be assumed to have been conscious of putting there is a common form of what may be called the fallacy of premature teleology it corresponds to the assertion that a natural phenomenon is as it is because providence in its inscrutable wisdom made it so so it's natural to have a a superior kind of thought process uh, from the critic than the author
then why should it be uh, discarded and uh, we need to understand the fallacy of premature teleology uh, a teleological fallacy occurs whenever you assert that because a certain thing currently serves a certain purpose it must have been designed to serve that purpose so this is an error which should not be committed a teleological fallacy occurs whenever you assert that because a certain thing currently serves a certain purpose it must have been designed to serve that purpose okay now simple as the assumption appears it takes a long time for a science to discover that it is in fact a totally intelligible body of knowledge until it makes this discovery it has not been born as an individual science but remains an embryo within the body of some other subject so the same happens with criticism as well so uh, it it will take uh, some time for a discipline to evolve as a facts the birth of physics from uh, natural philosophy and of sociology from moral philosophy will illustrate the process it is also very approximately true that the modern sciences have developed in the order of their closeness to mathematics as physics and astronomy assumed their modern form in the renaissance chemistry in the 18th century biology in the 19th and the social sciences in the 20th if systematic criticism then is developing only in our day the fact is at least not an anachronism so, uh, uh, something that belonging to a period other than uh, in which it Uh, existed um okay uh, structural analysis so, so structural analysis will bring the rhetoric back to criticism but we need a new politics as well what is at present missing from criticism is a coordinating principle as we just mentioned a central hypothesis which like the theory of evolution in biology will see the phenomenon as a whole so this is the point that is important here the last paragraph in the first part of the essay we are now looking for classifying principles lying in an area between two points that we have fixed the first of these is the preliminary effort of criticism the structural analysis of the work of art the second is the assumption that there is such a subject as criticism and what that it makes or could make complete sense we may next proceed inductively underline so this is the key concept usually it is asked uh, the inductive what is the inductive method of analysis propounded by uh, northrop fry so here we are going for an inductive analysis of how to conduct a, a, a correct interpretation for or the, how to analyze a, a work of art in the right way Uh, so next we may next proceed inductively from structural analysis associating the data we collect and trying to see larger patterns in them or we may proceed deductively so that is the next section deductive approach from general to particular and from particular to general uh, with the consequences that follow from postulating the unity of criticism it is clear of course that neither procedure will work indefinitely without correction from the other pure induction will get us lost in half a sad guessing pure deduction will lead to inflexible and oversimplified pigeon holing so both are not um, recommended for um, both inductive and deductive study are both um, not uh, purely uh, perfect but pure induction and pure deduction they are not recommended uh, one will um, become guessing and the other will become 
oversimplification. Let us now attempt a few tentative steps in each direction beginning with the inductive. That is why, so Fry is not in favor of either inductive or deductive method. Both are needed as the case may be or to some degree one method can be applied and to some other level the other method can be implied. So, uh, he is in favor of both inductive and deductive approaches. Um, and now that the introductory section of the essay is over, we will proceed with the inductive process of um, approaching. Now, Fry looks for classifying principles, a must for any scientific study. We can reach these principles either inductively or deductively. The first of all, that is the second section, is going to be the inductive study. Um, that is, uh, we are going to um, see in the next section. So the first, when the first section uh, is over, the essay, uh, the essay clearly laid down the principles of uh, Fry regarding his concept about criticism or literary theory in general, or his concept of how criticism should be or what is the real nature of criticism and why he is discarding a few uh, critical theories because they are mere casual judgments or value judgments or uh, certain fallacies uh, and he is um, he just mentioned that everything centripetal literary theories that a centripetal in nature should be taken into account and not the centrifugal theories that is our ultimate aim is to get into the center of the text and nothing else but so if the theories are not uh, taking us to the center but um, letting us stray then what is the need for such a literary theory so that that was the main argument that was propounded by uh, Northrop Fry in his introductory part he just discarded all those theories as pseudo as pseudo propositions um, uh, how the reader is uh, affected how the author is affected all these things are uh, not um, needed now um, centrifugal or background criticism is also needed but only after analyzing the structure of the actual text it will it should be taken into account uh, and you have to have a knowledge about fallacy of premature teleology that occurs when uh, we uh, assert that because a certain thing currently serves a certain purpose it must have been designed to serve that purpose so uh, it um, is in context of the critic having more knowledge about um, can critic can have more knowledge about the author or the poet so this is the introductory section just uh, five or six paragraphs are over and we will continue uh, with the second section later. Uh, that's it. Just go through the essay, uh, the uh, pa uh, the paragraphs that we completed uh, a few times, four or five times, then you will get a clear cut understanding of what Fry is trying to um, establish in the introductory part of the essay. Okay, that's all. Thank you.